This podcast is brought to you by the Alliance for African Partnership in collaboration with the U.S. Department of State. Hello there. My name is Oliver Navidio. I'm an alumna of the Professional Fellows Program funded by the U.S. Department of State, Bureau of Education and Cultural Affairs, and implemented by Michigan State University in partnership with University of Nairobi, Kenya, Sokoine University of Agriculture, Tanzania, and Chambogo University, Uganda. The Professional Fellows Program is an initiative that aims to provide emerging agribusiness entrepreneurs from the U.S. and Africa to access mentorship, networking, and cultural exchange opportunities with a focus on women's empowerment. I'm excited to welcome you to the very first series of the Bridging Boundaries podcast that aims to bring together professional fellows to speak about their work, share experiences, and discuss questions about of shared importance. Each individual podcast will explore in depth the overlying objectives of the professional fellows program. Through this podcast, we aim to bring you some of the most exciting discussions, experiences, and insights from professional fellows. Hope you enjoy. And uh, with us today, we have Anne, a professional fellow from Michigan, and then we have John, a professional fellow from uh, from uh, Tanzania. So Anne, could you kindly introduce yourself and then John will introduce himself? Sure. Um, my name is Anne Rauscher, and uh, I operate a small farm here in Michigan. Um, it's called Swallowtail Farm, and uh, we've been involved with the Professional Fellows Program uh, since 2018. So uh, we've now had the opportunity to host, uh, I think, five different cohorts um, and had the opportunity to meet uh, 10 or 11 um, different uh, professional fellows from East Africa. And then um, our, we are a team of just three people, uh, my husband, myself, and our one employee, Julie. Um, and my husband just got back on Sunday, actually. Um, so we have now all had the opportunity to also travel over um, and visit um, over in Africa, which has been a really great experience. Um, you've currently been in Africa. I saw that you are currently in Africa. Were you visiting professional fellows under the program, or you were um, visiting other farmers that you are that you now know? Uh, yes. So it was uh, my husband was over there. Um, and so he visited, had the opportunity to visit Rwanda and Zimbabwe. And mm. uh, it was uh, with a group of um, uh, professional fellows here in the US visiting the professional fellows over there. Okay, all right, that's great. Yeah. Um, so John, yes, um, may you kindly introduce yourself? What do you do? All right, um, John from Tanzania. And uh, basically we are, a company that is dealing with innovation based on agriculture because we are determined to promote sustainable development goal number one 
by eradicating poverty through agriculture because in uh, this sector is it contributes 65 percent of the total employment in our country so we are a group of youth like i have my fr friends of mine who we have been studying before in we are from the same school but we have different backgrounds one of my friends has it background I do have economic background. The other one has business administration. So we came with this idea, having a digital market where we can sell the agro produce direct from the farm to the final consumer. Because so far in our country, we have a problem. We have a challenge of post-harvest losses. Since uh, in the last decade, we have been losing 35% of the total produce. So as us, we came with this innovation. We, uh, since we have, you know, we're coming from different fields, we say, let's join our forces and see what we can do to integrate agriculture to technology and see how we can uh, go through this problem and see how we can improve the living standard of our marginalized farmers in Tanzania. So that's basically what we are doing. So we have a digital platform where we sell a variety of fresh produce from farmers. So we provide access to market for their produce in which we supply to hotels, to households, uh, restaurants in our country. But we are, we are based in the capital city of Tanzania, which is Dodoma. All right, thank you, John. Um, you've talked about uh, a digital platform that you have. Um, what what led to the development of this digital platform as well? Because I can see your interest is um, your degree was in economics, and you know you've been dealing in trade. Where did you get the the um, interest to join agriculture? And then what what why why a digital platform? Let me just give a short background of where I came from. You know, because I had my first degree then. When I went back to my country, I started with my, like a family, we had a family business that we had a greenhouse where we were farming out culture, like green veggies and all that. But at first it was a challenge for us because we couldn't have uh, access to a steady market. So I thought it came to my mind that if as we're having this challenge, what about marginalized farmers in rural areas? What are they facing? Because I remember we used to put a lot of, of capital in it. We used to invest our time. We used to put a lot of resources like water, you know, seeds, all that time. And yeah, all that, it consumed a lot of resources. So I was thinking, if for us, we are suffering this much in, in, in urban area, what about those farmers in rural areas? What are they facing? Is it they're facing the same problem? So we came with this solution uh, so as to assist them because we know most of our people are into this sector. And I have a little bit of background of, of course, of economy. So I was thinking how I can improve their, I can use my skills to improve their living standards. So we have some people in our in our company, we have employed some people, some of our fellow youth of our fellow youth that we have employed, that they provide extensional services because we 
we want them as well because they have a challenge that they're using you know local means of farming so we provide extensional service to create awareness about how they can use technology and how they can have through the technology how they can have access to market mm-hmm. how they can le- reach out to the final consumer so we are trying to to raise awareness on that perspective okay. and I'm, i found that i'm passionate about being this okay. field in agriculture welcome yeah. to the farming farming world <laughs> amazing <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and you are a plant geek. Why plant? I remember the first time I came to the US in 2018, we mm-hmm. visited Swallowtail Farm and uh, I saw a different color of eggs from Swallowtail really? Farm for the first time. <laughs> so, <Wow>. Anne, <laughs> Anne, why are you so much interested in plants, <laughs> in, in, in plants generally and in agriculture? Because I can see uh, that a lot of things about agriculture, but most importantly, around crops and flowers. Yes. Mm. Yes. Vegetables and flowers. Mm. I guess I didn't really grow up with so much of an interest, but then I went to college and I I um, took a botany class thinking I could like blow off my science requirements, but in fact, it just like drew me in. <laughs> um, and so I've been working in some form, either environmental education or um, uh, community gardens, developing plots to grow. Um, For quite a while, I spent a long time in the NGO sector, um, kind of operating programs around um, urban gardening and um, community greening, urban forestry, that sort of thing. Um, But then I just decided that um, when I was working more as a program manager, I didn't have the opportunity to actually grow plants. (laughs) So about uh, 10 years ago, I decided that I wanted to um, just test that out some more. And I decided to jump full in on our farm, which we had um, had the land and been here, but um, didn't really have the time to jump into it while uh, both of us were working off the farm. And so we've just been developing it over the last um, uh, eight or 10 years uh, to to be where where it is today. Um, But it's one of the things, I guess, working in agriculture is just one of the things that um, always keeps me challenged. Um, there's all, every season is different, you know, as I think all of us are experiencing with climate change and just sporadic weather, um, there's always challenges, but it also feels like there's always more to learn, you know, so like in the last year or two, I've been taking a deeper dive into like soil microorganisms and it just feels like there's so much to learn and challenge yourself with. That is interesting. Maybe when John comes to your farm, John, one of the things that you have to learn is how to do a floral arrangement, you know? Anne has <laughs> some very nice flowers. <laughs> it should be one of the things that you will learn. Um, so I would like to ask, um, what has been your experience with um, uh, AAP, the virtual program? Anne, you could share? Yes. Because I understand that the previous programs were physical. But then did you actually engage in the AAP virtual program as well? 
Yes, unfortunately, I felt like we were not really in a good position to do that mm -hmm. um, be because we are very much field-based. Yes. You know, if somebody is like sitting at their desk all day, it's they're in a much better position to be able to connect over Zoom or whatever. Mm -hmm. But because we're really out in the fields, it it felt like it was a lot harder for us. Yeah. And the other complication is um, I'm not sure if this was the case with farmers in your country, but um, we had like a huge COVID bubble. And so everybody, because of disruptions in the food supply and the supply chains and all of that, everybody wanted to get their food directly from a farm. Mm. And so we were hustling like <laughs> nobody's business um, yeah. during the height of COVID. Mm. Um, and we had a real spike in, in what we were doing, but we also felt like it was our obligation to, you know, um, grow and distribute as much as we were able to, to get out there um, during that peak demand. Mm. You know, in the face of COVID, uh, there are so many things that, uh, that Susan taught us. Is there anything on your farm at Swallowtail Farm that, that you have been able to innovate around when it comes to, you know, the services that you provide, that um, innovations that were brought about by COVID? Um, so what's really kind of interesting is we were actually set up in a way already that mm -hmm. was um, fairly COVID friendly. So we do some, uh, uh, we have people pre-order their produce so we know how much to harvest. Mm -hmm. And then, we um, do some pickups here on the farm, and then we distribute some to um, some neighborhood drop-off spots. And so the neighborhood drop-off spots are already set up to be kind of like where you wouldn't come into contact with other people um, because you just pick up outdoor on your own time, um, you know, that afternoon that it gets dropped off. And then uh, we just modified our on-farm pickup um, where, uh, here, a lot of people drive cars, and so where we could do like a run things out to their car um, and actually bring things out to them rather than ha them having to come into our farm stand. Um, but a, a lot of our systems were surprisingly already in fairly good shape for COVID, although we are trying to, um, John, we're trying to bring up to speed our like online ordering system. Mm -hmm. um, we're trying out some new um, technology with that this season, um, because what we used to use was kind of uh, basic, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, COVID taught us a lot. It taught us a lot. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, John, what has been your experience? What was your virtual experience of the AAP program? First, I would like to say that I'm I'm pleased with what I'm hearing from Anne because what they have been experienced is such a, you know, it's more than a practical model of business because you realize that you have a potential when it comes to, you know, to a strike. And so far, I'm impressed with what they're doing in terms of uh, how they have conquered the 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 situation, you know, the COVID situation, in which we align, like we have the same kind of biz way way of doing a business. So I'm glad of what I've heard from Anne. And based on my experience, it has been a hectic because you know connectivity when you when it comes to virtual 
connectivity in rural areas is quite difficult. You know, sometimes you are in and out, in and out. But so far, I had a great experience because I had a connection with Simone, Madame Simone, who was my mentor in the program. And uh, we, did, we, we are able to discuss different uh, critical issues based on uh, this sector of agriculture, in fish farming, in horticulture. We had a lot of issues that we discussed because she also, she had a program in West Africa. Mm -hmm. So it was a great experience and uh, I hope to meet her when I come to Michigan. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was a very great experience as well as Madame Joanne Nelson because they also have this side project that mm -hmm. is called Veggie Box. Yeah. So we have been discussing so far you know, how they are doing their, their, their mode of business, their supply chain and all that, mm -hmm. in which we we came to realize that we have common goals that mm -hmm. we that aligns put us together. You know, we act as one connecting tissue towards uh meeting up with the goals, with meeting up with solving a problem in our societies. So mm -hmm. It has been so far. It has been a great experience on my side. That's great to hear. Um, Anne, how did you find the mentoring experience? Uh, from the time you started collaborating with, uh, AAP under the Professional Fellows Program, how have you found the mentoring experience? It's it's been great. I mean, I've been really impressed with, um, all the fellows, uh, that we've interacted with. Um, super fun to learn about. Um, the ways in which you know um, some struggles are the same and some are different. Mm -hmm. um, you know the ways in which people are innovating to you know adapt to whatever challenges. Um, just you know the cultural exchange and kind of uh, new energy and and good energy from the people that we've interacted with has has been a lot of fun for us to um, to share and to know that we have you know, friends partway across the world. And um, it's it's been a really great experience. Yeah, that's great to hear. Um, I When I was reading through your, your bios, um, I realized that you all have um, an experience or, you know, something to do with children and, and farming and training children how to farm. Um, probably what are your experiences experiences and and uh, what kind of advice can you give to to can you give such that we can learn from uh, the experience of training children in um, agriculture and I think John is training about nutrition and Anne has had an experience around um, uh, just training uh, the children on agriculture as a whole um, what kind of experiences do you have around that and um, what can you share? What kind of advice can you share? Probably, John. Okay. Uh, speaking of agriculture, in our society, I think it's, it's our way of life. And, uh, you know, our, our background, our parents, used, they used to be farmers. They, they used to come from farming, uh, farming families. But now, like, the situation is changing. The notion people assume that uh, agriculture is like it's supposed to be done by failures. Mm -hmm. 
by retired retired people yeah when by, you retire you go back to your village and the best thing yeah. that you can do is to farm <laughs> exactly <laughs> that is the african culture everywhere you see so <laughs> it came to us in which literally is it's not about that it's about you know it's about way of life like it's like other jobs you yeah. know because this sector for us it employs as i said before more than 65% of our total population of total employment in our country mm-hmm. you see yeah. and uh when you when you come to to schools you realize that everybody if you ask uh the small pupils they will be saying like oh i want to be a doctor i want to be a pilot yeah i want to be a, like an uh, engineer but you won't find a student probably saying that he wants to be a farmer but a farmer a farmer it doesn't mean that you have to to hold a hole (laughs) yeah to do the farming to yeah to yeah but farming is all about because there is huge like it's very broad see because in farming there is a opportunity in storage there's Mm, opportunity in transport the supply chain value chain there's a value value chain chain where everybody can engage that's right yeah access to export market processing yeah. you know supplying yeah. like the way we do me and Anne supplying to stakeholders like households and all these places mm-hmm. and i came to realize that these kids these small kids they since their mind has not been polluted they can come up with a lot of innovative solutions when it when it comes to problems they always have innovative solutions Mm-hmm. So if we if we try if we train them at early stage and they see okay now this is what our society is facing most of rural farmers they are facing these difficulties we should mm-hmm. how what should we come uh, uh what which approach should we take towards tackling this kind of situations so we can find that we can get a lot of solutions from them mm-hmm. and so far we have we know we are training because due to we're not capital intensive but Mm -hmm. we are we are we have reached out to these private schools but so far because parents are contributing some amount you know Mm -hmm. because they know the value of this sector so they're trying to push their kids as well to see where they came from Mm -hmm. and how to adapt to you know to do all this uh, farming stuff activities mm-hmm. so we realized that they have these small small solutions which they're very but they have potential in this sector towards our marginalized farmers mm-hmm. in which in, they're facing these challenges in their daily, daily life yeah so that's the idea behind that so that the with... young children can learn and know that agriculture is not just for the old people. It's not all about uh, yes. being poor for you to practice agriculture, but it is. It, it can be a livelihood, and it is something that is um, extremely interesting. And we give them, mm. and we give them tours, farm tours to yeah. different places yeah. to see so the in rural areas, the practices, yeah. the people, wealthy people, what, how they yeah. practice, and yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yes, Anne, could you share your experience with the children briefly? So I've spent um, some time in the past. I um, worked on 
programs in schools, uh, mostly like urban or, you know, more suburban schools. Mm -hmm. So these are not kids who are um, thinking a lot about um, agriculture. Mm -hmm. um, and really, I guess some of the main goals were, um, you may know, but the, uh, like the U.S.'s health outcomes are not that great. And there's a lot that um, a number of Americans could do in terms of improving their diet and nutrition. Yeah. Um, we, we're very far from eating whole foods. You know, we eat a lot of processed foods and we're not eating enough fruits and vegetables. Yeah. And so the work that I was doing was around a lot of um, trying to um, have the kids be more open to try new foods. Mm -hmm. um, and it, and what we found was that their experience of helping to grow that food and like eat it straight from the garden, they mm -hmm. were so proud of that, that of course they were going to eat it and try it and enjoy it uh, more. Um, and also just the experience of them knowing that they had that ability to grow, um, to grow food and, um, the thing that I guess appeals to me about all of it is everyone eats. And so we are all connected to agriculture. And, you know, for me, for my vision, I would like to see, you know, no matter where you are in the world, that we can try and support like localized food systems. And, um, you know, I, I just think that that's it's important that can't be everything yeah. um, that we eat, yeah. but that there's certainly potential around that. That's great. Yeah, that's very interesting. Sure. Um, yeah. Do you hope, uh, Anne and John, do you hope to have a collaboration um, maybe um, in Africa or in the US, anything collaboration around a project or, you know, do you see any future collaborations within yourselves? Yes, I think we're certainly looking forward to meeting, hopefully in April. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I think we'll get to meet in person and mm. um, talk a little bit more, you know, mm. probably mm. find out a little bit more about the the mm. technology that he's developing sure. and we can sure. probably swap stories there. And that's sure. great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been so making follow up to Anne, the project, what, what she's doing in, so far mm. in Michigan. And mm. I'm so impressed. So as far as, agriculture as far as it involves innovation and mm. you know agriculture and all that yeah i mean yeah, yeah we're gonna have like you know conversations see how we can collaborate in making a better world that's great that's great that's great so any recommendations to the program um any recommendations that you have to the program or what you can say to the program uh john probably you can share then Anne. And then we shall close this uh, discussion. First, uh, I'm, my sense, I would like to pass my sincere gratitude towards the organizers of the program, as well as you, your team and everybody involved in the program. Mm -hmm. It has been hectic, but so far it has been very productive. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're reaching out to right, to right people so mm -hmm. far because the 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 grant that you have provided to us in my me and my partner Jacqueline Makonde, mm -hmm. uh, the the grant was very, uh, it gave it gave out a lot of results, positive results, and we are able to reach out to the community and where everybody was excited, and uh, we got recognition from 
the former prime minister honorable oh, Mizengo Kayanza Peter Pinda yeah. yeah yeah because that's we did yeah mm-hmm. yeah he was impressed because he hasn't he, he didn't he wasn't expecting something like that to happen in his mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. so and he's hoping to work with that next time if we have any project that can involve his because he's a farmer as well he's retired uh, government official but he's a farmer he has 70 acres of land so he's okay. ready to invite team of mm-hmm. people who wants to get training to his place mm-hmm. because he appreciate the movement that you're making towards supporting this sector mm-hmm. yeah so we are so grateful for what you've been doing so far to our society and everybody you, who was involved in the project is very grateful thank you john for sharing and yeah i I would just um, echo that um, it's been a really positive experience for us to participate with the Professional Fellows Program. Um, I'm so impressed with, uh, you know, just being able to keep up with some of the fellows. Mm-hmm. Um, like MFAI Uganda is so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had the opportunity last week to participate in a um, a State Department alumni um, program uh, here in the U.S. And um, it was interesting to me that it it was focused around um, involving rural Americans in global engagement. Mm. And um, I was the only farmer in the room. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that was really interesting to me because rural and agriculture are just... uh, I think um, linked and mm. and that that's not outdated for them to be linked. Like, I think we need to be thinking forward and um, different definitions of agriculture as John was talking about, but that there, yeah, there's more there. That's true. So thank you so much, Anne and John for joining this podcast. The Alliance for African Partnership is committed to building networks across all sectors, leading in activities that positively transform institutions and livelihoods in Africa, the U.S. and beyond. For more information, visit www.aap.isp.msu.edu. AAP, building bridges, transforming lives and institutions. This podcast was brought to you by the Alliance for African Partnership in collaboration with the U.S. Department of State.